podcast series discussing alcoholism and the effect on mental health. Music by Kevin McLeod. Good afternoon and welcome to My Crazy World. This is Mr. Crow with his live podcast. What should we talk about this week? Let's talk about keeping up with the neighbours. Now, the reason why I've titled this as a peculiar sort of phrase is my parents always used to do this. It's very, very strange. I know we've mentioned money before on numerous podcasts and about how it was sort of non-existent but my father seemed to be forever doing overtime and earning lots of money we had this strange scenario that we were better than anyone else our family my mother and father and me were above everyone else bearing in mind we were middle class just above working class I would say lived in the rented accommodation we had to have the latest thing that was out on the market we had to have the newest sort of tv or video and anything else not because we needed it not because it was any use and anybody wanted it it was the fact that we could then have bragging rights on the neighbors i kid you not we had this psychological warfare with our neighbors in the semi-detached house so next door we bought some fish so next door oh we bought some fish my father would then go out and buy more expensive fish not that we ever had a fish tank or appreciated fish or and had any inkling to do with fish but we had to have bigger better fish that were bolder and brighter because the neighbors had them now one of the stories i always remember was my father always wanted a remote control tv now back in the 70s everything was push button so you'd walk up to the TV screen, hit the button, and it would turn the TV over. And we had, I think it was three, or was it four channels at that point? Four channels, ladies and gentlemen. So you had the choice of four TV shows. So get up, walk over, press the button, sit back down, walk up. And it, it used to go on. So my father was on about one of the latest inventions was a wire TV remote. You had this wire that went across the actual front room to remote control and you could turn it on and off from your, where you were sitting and this meter this cable was about a meter or so long anyway so my father started bragging to his neighbors about oh he's going to get a tv with one of these new remote controls not the fact that we dressed like we were something out of the 1940s the neighbors next door also had that viewpoint they never ate they had secondhand clothes and yet they had to keep up with us buying new equipment that wasn't needed and nobody cared about. My neighbours suddenly arrived one day with this new box and this new TV with a remote control. By Christ, did my father go off on one. My mother was like, oh my God, they've got a new TV. They've, they've stolen our ideas and our inspirations and just went off on one. It was like, it's a TV, what's wrong with you two? From then, decided, that they were going to spread gossip about how crap everything was in their house. So my mother would go to work and spread gossip about them. And she would go, oh, she's just bought this new TV that's got a remote control, it's not very good, but she can't afford to feed her children and look at all the hand-me-downs 
look at the way she treats everyone. Oh my God, it, it's disgusting. Why would she go and buy one of these TVs? Next thing, the video machine was invented. Do you remember one of them big old sort of tapes that you used to put into this machine that used to record programs? My father decides their TV is rubbish and we're not getting one, so we're gonna buy a video recorder instead. Well, how pathetic can we get? Who cares? No, no, no. Now we've got bragging rights because we are one of the very few people that have got a video recorder that can recall TV shows. And it, it was it was just so pathetic. And yet everyone used to know that it was pathetic. That was what was going on between my parents and next door. My parents also, when it came to finances, I know we talked about this before, they always used to try and keep up with some of my aunts and uncles. And we've got, let's say, the family split down the middle. We got part of the family that are well educated and have money. And we got the middle class, which I would put ourselves in. And you got the poor. And my, my parents would always try and push their status above middle class into, oh yes, well, we got a video, you haven't, so therefore we're posh. No, it doesn't work like that. It works like you care you care for your children. They're better educated. They wouldn't they wouldn't give me the help and support I needed to get educated because obviously I was dyslexic at that time. And yet they were quite happy to sacrifice the money for a video when my mother's drinking. It didn't make sense. It still doesn't make sense. And yet the neighbours, apart from a couple, didn't care. They couldn't have cared less if we had a radio let alone a TV remote or a video. And then he went on to things like computer games. If somebody bought a computer game, my father had to go out and buy another computer game. But this is where it gets a bit technical because the computer game wasn't for him, it was for Lee. And he was like, but I don't want this computer game. No, you do. No, I don't. No, you do. No, I don't. And it, it, this used to spiral into a massive argument as to why I needed this computer game that nobody else had, nobody else wanted. But no, we had to have it. And it, it, it spiraled on and on and on. Then it went to cars. Now, unfortunately, my father wasn't very car aware at that particular time at all. So we had Mike, obviously, then sort of appeared on the scene in the late 80s. And he drove the latest sort of fangled car because he owned his own hotel and had money. And yet my father would sort of try and keep up with it. And this was a time when it was a one car family. Not everybody in the family owned a car. It was literally one car, everyone drove it. So my father then went out and he bought a second car. Now this car was 1950s. It was a, well put it this way, I've never even heard of the make, let alone seen the style of the car. And he, he made the excuse, oh, my mother's going to drive. My mother had no intention of driving. How is she going to drive when she's permanently drunk? Let's be perfectly honest. So we had two cars in the family. Next door, didn't play that game. And it all sort of went a bit sideways. They weren't bothered. No one else was bothered. And my mother wasn't interested in driving herself. Why should she when she's got my father that was chaperone around everywhere and she would instruct me to go and get whatever she needed from the shops by just barking orders at me. So why is she gonna bother driving anywhere? 
wasn't as though she was talking to any of the family, so there was no, no reason why we had a second car. So this car then was parked in the driveway, and it sat there, and it sat there, and it sat there. 15 years later, it was more or less molded to the actual driveway because no one had ever touched it, no one had ever turned the engine over, it was complete wreck. It got to the point whereby we had to move out and it was rented accommodation and we were told you've got to take your car with. They had to get a salvage agent to try and get it off the actual driveway because it moulded into the floor because it was that old and it rusted and was basically stuck where it was. And yet my father made the excuse, oh, that was for your mother. We were going to restore it and she was going to drive around. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. Stop lying. Why have we got to make excuses for everything she does and lies? Anyway, so back to the story of the neighbours. It used to end up that it was tit for tat, tit for tat, tit for tat. They got something, we got something. They got something, we got something. And the only people that actually suffered in the whole of this sort of psychological warfare was in fact the children. Next door suffered because they had exactly the same problem. Hand-me-down clothes. Their food scenario was slightly different to ours. Ours was just junk food because my mother was pissed half the time and couldn't be bothered to actually cook. But they had limited, limited food in their house. They didn't have snacks. They didn't have anything. It was like, this is what you've got. If you want to eat it, you eat it. If not, you don't. And the only people that actually suffer from the whole of this is children and it just messes with your mind just stop it you don't need half the crap that you got in your house can you honestly say that everything you look around at is used on a permanent basis i'm sitting in my front room now looking at stuff thinking uh did we actually want that uh did we watch that and sarah moans at me because the amount of star wars stuff i've got but to be quite honest i've earned it and i've paid for it and I'm the one that likes it, and I'm not trying to keep up with anything else. It, it's mine. It's mine and it's used. Well, I wouldn't say it's used. I don't get me Star Wars figures out every now, now and then. But I'm sure Georgie will be, my grandson. So it, it amazes me that people want to try and have this materialistic lifestyle. You don't need all this crap to carry around. When we moved in together, me and Sarah, the amount of stuff that we had to actually get rid of because of just crap that has been continually hoarded over the years. When my mother um, died and left me the house, I think we got to, I think it was double figures with skips. That's how much crap they had. That's, that's without stuff going to the charity shop. The charity shop actually refused to take any more stuff from us because they couldn't get it out of the stockroom fast enough. That's how much stuff they had. And that's from keeping up with the neighbours. They wouldn't throw anything out. This is the other thing. The old videos wouldn't throw out. Didn't have a video recorded that actually worked, but we will keep the videos because they're coming handy one day. Why? Why have you got a video recorder that doesn't work? I'll repair that one day. Why have you got another one over there? Well, that, that's the spares for that one. Well, why don't you repair them to get to work? I'll get around to it one day. Why have we got four turntables? How many records can you play at once? Oh yeah, but it's in case one breaks down. What are you talking about? You've got one turntable. If one breaks down, you either get it repaired or you go and get a new one. End the subject. You don't need four in your house. You're not a DJ. You don't go mixing records. Not at your age. And this is this is the mentality I don't get. 
and I really don't get it at all. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, enough about me ranting about keeping up with the neighbors. My advice to you is if somebody else has got something that you want, don't worry about it. It will come to you if you need it. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening.